Thanks for tuning into the latest episode of the Song Lines and Tan Lines podcast, a place to take a momentary break from your day-to-day routine. Those returning, thank you. The support is appreciated. Those new to this podcast, welcome. Now, let's get into this week's song. I Love This Song by Mac or Jimmy. I am now a stay-at-home dad, and I can't tell you how many times This song has come to mind while taking care of the house or the kids. Energy level low, no strength. All you want to do is drop on the couch. But you have to say, it's my job and push on through. I don't like calling what I do each day a job because I love my kids and I don't mind taking care of them. For the first time in my life, I don't hate Monday mornings. I don't dread the work day or fighting traffic to get to a job where I am stuck in a building for a certain amount of time. I have a lot more freedom now. And I get to see my kids grow up, and I get to do a lot of special things with them. But any stay-at-home parent knows how job-like your day feels from time to time. Especially on the bad days when nothing is going right, or you've been up half the night taking care of your kids. This song always comes to mind when I hit those tough moments. And there is another reason why this song speaks to me. The line, any manual labor I've done, purely by mistake, is one I've related to for a very long time. The jobs I did before staying home were usually manual labor jobs, and nothing but respect for anybody doing those jobs. It's tough work. I've done everything from washing dishes, to warehousing, to driving supplies, to working in a factory. I never found anything I liked to do in my day-to-day until I stayed home. I've always been a creative spirit, and it's hard to translate that energy into a day-to-day job. Most creative outlets, like writing or podcasting, don't pay anything unless you get lucky. I've talked enough. Now let's play this great song by Mac McAnally. In the middle of late last night I was sitting on a curb I didn't know what about but I was feeling quite disturbed A street sweeper came whistling by He was bouncing every step it seemed strange how good he felt So I asked him while he swept He said it's my job To be cleaning up this mess And that's enough reason to go for me It's my job To be better than the rest And that makes the day for me I got an uncle that owns a bank It's a great song by either Jimmy or Mac And both versions work from start to finish. I like them both. But Mac's version is different than Jimmy's. Jimmy added a fuller sound to the song where Mac kind of kept it as a more personal song. Seek out both versions, Once You're Done Here, by Mac or Jimmy. And let me know what you think. Do you prefer Jimmy or Mac's version? Or do you enjoy them equally? Zombiebeach3 at gmail.com is the place to send your answers. There's a neat story that goes along with this song. And that story is wrapped up in this information I found on songfacts.com. Here are three things I found on that site that I wanted to mention on this episode. Number one, the lead single from Coconut Telegraph, Buffett's 10th studio album, has a simple message. Always take pride in your work, no matter what your job is. Unlike most of Buffett's songs, this didn't feature his name in the songwriting credits. It was written by Mac McAnally an up-and-coming singer-songwriter Buffett took interest in. Number two. 
After working as a session musician in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, McAnally moved to Los Angeles in the late 70s to pursue a recording career, but his first few albums went nowhere. In a Mississippi public broadcasting interview, McAnally explained how Buffett gave him the confidence to keep going. I didn't know Jimmy, but I knew he was a guy from Mississippi who had done well, and he sent me a note during a time when I was scared to death out there. Just might as well have been on Mars. He wrote me a little note that said, we're going to be friends, and we're both storytellers, and we're both from Mississippi, and you know, I'm going to be an advocate of your songs, and we're going to write music together. He went way beyond the call of having heard somebody's first record. And number three, this was inspired by McAnally's personal experience working an unpleasant job. He explained, It is easy to be happy about your job when it is your favorite thing. When I wrote It's My Job, I was working on the highway in Mississippi in the middle of summer. It was high 90s every day. I was a new hire, so I didn't know what I was doing. My first day on the job, I was wearing Converse tennis shoes that literally melted off my feet. It was not a job that I was excited about, but this is the best time to figure out that it is important to do your best. It is important to take pride in whatever you are doing. It makes the day go faster and is the shortest path to a job that sucks less. That's cool to read, and I love that part about how Jimmy helped Mac to get his start. It's great to see someone like Jimmy take an interest in someone who wasn't famous and help him further his career in such a way. At the time It's My Job was released by Mac, Jimmy had already found success. And this isn't the first time Jimmy has done this. I can think of several other artists right now that he has helped as well. It's nice to see a performer who has found success sharing the love. And as far as concert appearances, this is a big one for Jimmy. 147 times in concert, according to Setlist FM. But Mac has only done it seven times. And Buffett first played it in 1981, and Mac last played it in 2019. This song is making the rounds, and it's nice to see great songs like this getting the attention they deserve. Before I close, let me drop one last thing on you from margaritaville.com, a brief bio on Mac. Music was the most obvious road for Lyman Mac McAnally to take from his Red Bay, Alabama birthplace and Belmont, Mississippi hometown. He was a guitar and piano prodigy who performed in clubs at 13, wrote his first song at 15, and landed as a Muscle Shoals studio musician at 18. Mac signed his first record deal with Areola at 20 and launched two singles to moderate success on the Billboard Hot 100. It's a Crazy World peaked at number 37, and Minimum Love topped out at number 41. His songwriting drew the attention of Jimmy Buffett and Hank Williams Jr., both of whom cut McAnally songs. Alabama took his old flame to number one in 1981. The song cemented his status as a hitmaker, a reputation that has never waned. Thanks, Mac, for writing this song, performing this song, and for all you've done throughout your career. Let me go ahead and send you on your way. Don't forget about the Audible Ecstasy podcast I'm also a part of, available wherever you get your podcasts from. And my playlist, Songlines and Tanlines, is on YouTube Music, in case you're curious about what I've featured already or what it will feature in the future. That's it. Time to set sail. Thanks for listening.